You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The New Normal After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The New Normal After Show. I'll make love to you like you want me to. And I'll hold you tight. Oh, yeah. All through the night. All through the night. Yes. Bing is for doing, yes. and we are here doing another episode of The New Normal. Yes. This song was not... I'm lip-syncing for in, my life. This was not in the episode, but we are dedicating it to the teacher that oh, did the strip tease. Yes. Please, teacher who did the strip tease. Gold panties. Hot for, te- <laughs> Hot for teacher. This is episode 16 called Dog Children from season one, The New Normal. I am your host, Lauren Leonelli. Jackie Borowski. Well, hi, I'm Jake Dupree. I can't ever even say my name. I'm laughing so much. I'm Tara Johnson. I think Tara's crying. She's um, we liked the teacher. A lot. The sexy teacher. Lots Usually the teacher. sexy teacher is like a woman and she rips her glasses off and takes the pencil out and like flips the hair. Whoa. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. All right. Wanye. Here comes Wanye. What? Get it, Lauren. I cannot even. I don't know I what mean, to do. I don't know what to do. Our touring. We're so off subject right now, but I just have to say, 98 degrees, boys to men, new kids on the block. I uh, don't know which one I'm gonna die more at, but boys <laughs> to men. I mean, I know I'm gonna be like waving my hand in the air, closing my eyes, singing They're for all the sure lyrics. number one. They're I number mean, one. I am a blockhead and KOTB all the way. First concert, Oakland Coliseum, like 1989, I want to say. <laughs> Amazing. Anyway, um, the teacher in this episode, we do not know his name. If you do know, bing, bing, bing it or tell us, tweet us, call us, let us know. We don't know the actor. He's no. hot. If you know him. Or if you know him, tweet us. Or if you are him, or if you are him, there you go. Or if you are him, there you go. (laughs) And what you do is you let us know all about that. Um, We loved that scene. Yes. And Goldie, this episode. uh, Well, we'll start with Goldie and Clay since we're talking about Goldie. Goldie is experiencing some loneliness. I'm assuming because every single guy that's around her, she's like, oh. And the teacher was the first one we saw. Is it loneliness or just those pregnancy hormones? Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. I mean, she also, like, we were we were all talking about how uh, Nini's brother, we want him to come back in the picture. Yeah. yeah. Why aren't they dating? And, I mean, that kind of dwindled out in the beginning of the season and then a little bit in the middle they met again. But nothing ever happened. She doesn't go on dates. She's pregnant. She's living alone with her daughter. Like, she's clearly needs some attention and she's probably having some pregnancy hormones, right. I assume. <laughs> and she goes in to talk to the teacher 
because Shania is having a little bit of an issue, which we'll touch on. And he, she just, I mean, he bends over, not even really like bends over. He just like leans over to get water. And all of a sudden it's a sexual fantasy. Smoke. Sex. sex. Yeah. And the song here, we're going to remake the song. song. Okay. Everybody, we're remaking the song. Ready? And go. Sex. 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 You make me feel. Yeah. Sex. 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 Woo! That's, That's the word of the night. Sort That's of it. what it sounded like, in case you missed it. <laughs> and um, he stripped, I called it. He stripped yeah. down to mm-hmm. a tie and gold little underwear. Yes. <laughs> and all of us were like, uh... Yeah. We like him. Well, we all decided we liked him when we first saw him in the glasses. We're yes. like, who's this guy? Who's this yeah. guy? I was totally with that look. I was fine mm-hmm. with that. And then... It just got better. It it all came off, and <laughs> there was better. more to see. Uh, and so then we see that Clay is around now. He comes in, and, you know, so we touch on Shania, which I will explain more, but she is have, disrupting the class with her another one of her little impersonations. And I thought that Clay handled it well. I mean, we've seen Clay in the past be kind of a jerk or just like, obviously, he's sort of doofusy. He's not the smartest guy ever, which we... I'm interjecting on my own self, but that voice, is that voice, like, really his this actor's voice? Or is... I don't. I don't. I'm. I want to know if that's what's his Jason Blair. Let's pray to Jesus. Um, that's yes, not please. his real voice. Just hope that he's a really good actor. Right. And that's what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, that's horrible. I don't know how. I, I think it's put on, but if it's not, it must be put on. Has to be. <laughs> Because if it's not, we're sorry for you. Yeah, yeah. and Rumor Willis, we apologize to Rumor you Willis, too. But I mean, he's attractive, so I mean. Can't be that bad, but no, he has kind of <laughs> do this look all he, day. Yeah. Uh, so if I'm like I was saying this before we came in here, if I met a guy like that, I would just go up to his head, flick, give him a flick. That because of the sound of his voice, because of everything. <laughs> you don't think he's cute? I don't find like he has doofus face yeah. to me. Uh, like, really? I think it's kind, there's, there's something, something kind of slick too that I'm just like I don't know. It might I mean, smell like I don't know if that's Armani really good acting. Or <laughs> oh my god, stop! Right? No, right. really? I no, don't I don't think so. I, I feel know. like he doesn't wear cologne at all. He wears like patchouli oil, and he's a hipster. I don't think Maybe. he knows about any of that stuff. <laughs> She's like he's not intelligent <laughs> you're, enough to even know any too much of this. Yes, we're, we're giving we're talking much about the actual actor here. Yeah, we're talking about the character. <laughs> um, but I think because this could be a testament to Jason Blair being a good actor because he could. I just feel like he doesn't sound like that, and that's not really him. But he plays the sound of his voice really does change the way you look at him. True, because he totally comes off like he has two brain cells and they're arguing the entire time. Like, and <laughs> Well, it also has to do with the expression that he has yes. most of the time. Yeah. He has like the most vacant, mm-hmm. like vapid. Steve keeps doing this face that's killing. Oh, me. I'm not he, looking. Our <laughs> engineer is making the face. I guess he he keeps doing this like completely vacant face where I'm just like, no, stop. But see, like, that would be everything his- about him irritates me, and it irritates mm. me that. He thinks he can be so shitty to Goldie all the time, and then just come in and be like, "But I'll make it up to you, Schmoopy, Schmoopy." And then she's yeah. like, "Oh, that's so sad." I kind of <laughs> thought that too. Like after everything he did, it, it was supposed to. It was meant to be a sweet part of the story, and the character was supposed to be into it. And we're as an audience, we're supposed to reaccept him. But it was a little like, really, that was easy. It, well, everything was really easy because she. Um, 
when he was massaging her, it took him, I mean, of course, it's a half hour long episode, so you can't really take that long. But I mean, he touched her for about three seconds and she turned around and started kissing him. I was like, <laughs> and I even said that. Well, that was easy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if this song was playing, he wouldn't even have had to touch her. No. It would have just happened. It would have just been like. Get in, get out, happy birthday. But yeah, their encounter is more of an R. Kelly kind of song. Like, I don't yeah. see nothing wrong with bump and grind. We've, like, that's yeah, that, what that mm, seems we've like. Had that, we've had that song <laughs> yeah. here, too, before. That's a good yeah. one. Any of those will really will do. But Goldie, clearly, it didn't take much. No. Let's just put it that way. And he doesn't really have to work that hard for anything for her. I mean, he's just kind of there. He shows up. Why is he even there, first of all? Can anybody answer that question? I thought in the beginning of the episode that they said that he was supposed to show up to some sort of hearing and her parent-teacher oh, conference. Parent conference. conference. Yes. And he didn't show up. And then that's when she met with the teacher. And then later on... I missed that. She was just like, where were you? And he was like, oh, I was at the gym. Yeah. He's oh, um, yeah. Excuse me. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think I was still trying to put together the strip tease when that happened, and I missed that. But yes, now I'm remembering that, that you said that. <laughs> That's uh, why a lot of this other stuff in the episode just makes me progressively more angry, because she's just like, oh, well, you had sex with me, and now you're being sweet to me by, like, taking me to the hospital. It's like, no, asshole, all of the shitty stuff you did before doesn't make up for this. I agree, but... I don't know. I'm sorry. I fell for it a little bit. I, I mean, I did because they want. That's the purpose. Yeah. The writing is trying to make you do that. They're playing the music and they're like making it. You feel that way, but really, in all actuality, you're like, okay. First of all, first of all, if a dog threw up, you wouldn't just take it to the vet. Well, that's. True. I mean, you'd be like, it threw up. I mean, there's so many things that they just kind of jump to the conclusion. To, to help the story move along. And this is one of those things where it's like, all right, she could sit and hem and haw over this forever, but this is a half hour long comedy. So she's going to yeah. just be like, okay, but I agree with you though, Jackie. I'm like, really? Come on. It, I would have liked it ended with her ending up with the teacher instead. That'd oh. be awesome. I'm, I'm pro that teacher. Pro t- I'm pro teacher. <laughs> I, I'm pro teacher for me. Because he's smart and he strip teases. In her dreams, at least. It, in her dreams, he's at talented. least. He's talented. Yeah. And he was offering her water, so he's there to serve her. You saw him snake that table. Snake yeah. it. We want Crotch to Jake. the table. Jake. I don't know if this table could handle this. Jake. <laughs> the table's Maybe calling. The Maybe okay. at the end. Oh, my God. This is becoming a I'll new show. Okay, good. No, it's happening. Stay tuned. But, well, I mean, like, in, honest, in, in real life, she would never have gone back with him. She never would have gone back with him. No, I, I think... you cheat once, you're going to cheat again. That's once how a I cheater, feel. always a cheater. You don't go back to that. At least I, I don't. Well, oh, I... I understand. But I think Goldie might. Oh, well... I think because she is lonely, she's, you know, she's carrying this kid and she hasn't dated and we don't know where Roxy's brother is. So I think, I think it may... Maybe we well, talk about predictions, but I think it may I progress. know, because I was going to say, what do you think Brian and David would think of that? I think they might... I mean, well, they, it didn't look like they had much of a concern whenever he was like, oh, she's like, oh, we had sex. And they just kind of were like, yeah, there wasn't much of an expression. I didn't right. feel like no surprise at all. But maybe if they, they find out thinking they're thinking of other things, they though. were. Yeah. yeah. But maybe if they find out they're getting ser- like more serious then. plus also, isn't that little like uh, guest house they're in kind of small? And where was Shania when they were having sex? It made me a little nervous. I felt like she was like right in the other room. <laughs> I don't think that's what they were thinking about at that moment. Well, I thought the same thing. She has, really door to her, like, she has no door to her room. It's like, okay. Anyway, that made me a little nervous. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. Earmuffs, so, earmuffs. So Goldie and Clay, yes. And there, there's something going on. There's something to brew in there. But, but 
Um, I thought that he did a very good job, Clay, stepping in for once when Shania came home and, and Goldie explained that she was imitating Maggie Smith and interrupting the class. And he kind of hit the nail on the head and was like, um, it seems like you're pretending to be other things to escape from the reality, which is we are a part of a broken family and that's hard to deal with. Um, I disagree with his approach to that okay. as well. Why? Because I think we we have a lot of people here who probably did a lot of play acting as kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just yeah. that's just yeah. the nature of people who are in like performance and performative arts and right. things like that. And I don't think it's a sign of a dysfunctional family. I think a lot of healthy children want to experience themselves and their personalities and. All, all kinds of kids, even kids who don't do theater, do play acting. And I think to just go up to her and shut her down and say, you have to do this, and then tell her, you're also not supposed to tell children an option for what they should be doing as far as, like, play is concerned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of, like, therapists that say, don't, uh, if they're picking one play option, if it's not harmful, don't tell them to do something else. Like, he goes to her and he's like, well, you should do Taylor Swift because she's an American. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. This <laughs> well, guy is just he had to, like, bring it back down to Clay speak. Like, obviously, it was like, all of a sudden, he's having this intellectual, like, thought, and then he's like, and then that would be it. They kind of had to bring it back down to his level for him to be like, well, you should ha- let him have a moment and then bring it back. But I feel like this might be more extreme than just regular play. I mean, I've seen kids, I take care of kids for a living, and I've seen kids play pretend all the time. Now, are they going to get up in the middle of class in a full costume and in a whole, like, accent? And again, it's a comedy. It's, like, extreme. But I think that maybe that might have been why they were like, all right, now we need to address it because it's not just here. It's, like, in the classroom now. Because she does that a lot at home when she was pretending to be the pilgrim and... Whatever. All her other, I mean, millions of... Of course, she did get in trouble when she did Cher. But that's because she was... Saying half-breed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And she was fabulous. (laughs) She was pretty fabulous. I I agree with you, though. I don't think that the... I don't think that her doing these impersonations and things is because she comes from a broken family. And I I didn't think that Shania would accept that as an excuse when he was like this is what it is and she was like okay and like pretend to be something else so why do you think that she does it so excessively then I just think that she enjoys experimenting and doing crazy mm-hmm. things I, mm-hmm. I just feel like it's a natural mm-hmm. thing for her okay I don't feel like it's not put on at all right um, I have to go with Lauren on this one because I do think that she likes to be creative and play at home. Yes. But it takes it to a different level when you get up in the full costume and stand up in class. And then when your teacher says, Shania, sit down, she's like, don't address me that way. I mean, yeah, I mean, that has to be a a cry for attention or something. I'm not saying his solution was, you know, hitting the, you know, hit it on the head, but there's something. Well, let's just say this episode, she was never just her the entire episode. Yeah. And I I do think she there's it it comes very naturally for her. And that's as audience members, we've been watching her this entire time do it when she did little Edie and it's fun and she's hysterical and she's so smart and quirky that we let it happen. But I do think I mean, it's extreme for sure. And again, lots of situations on the show are extreme, but. I feel like, yes, I'm fine watching her do it, but I think, yeah, if this were real, it would be like, you would be like, why is what is up with this little girl? I'm not saying it's like crazy, but there you would be like, let's address this. Like something's going on underneath. Right. And it could be because of that, but maybe not. Maybe she's just eccentric. Maybe (laughs) she's the next. Little Edie. (laughs) Which, yeah, I mean, (laughs) 
that's its own Have thing. Have fun but, with that. <laughs> take that for whatever that's worth. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I thought, you know, she was cute. And she did, her Maggie Smith, so she did um, Downton Abbey, Maggie Smith. She did Sister Act, Maggie Smith. And there was one other one that I don't think I wrote. Uh, Harry Potter. Harry, yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's very cute. She's adorable. Great accent. Yeah. Great actress. Yeah. So cute. Love her. And, um, yeah, she did kind of just accept that, though, when Clay was like, this is what your problem is. She was like, oh, okay. And then she just grabbed a guitar. And that was really funny. She's like, I'm going to write another song about a breakup and refuse to believe that I'm the common denominator in all my messed up relationships. I've always said that about Taylor Swift. Uh, Because it's the truth. It's like, honey. Next (laughs) next album, it's like, there's going to be a song called Maybe It's Me. Maybe (laughs) It's Me. It's Not You, It's Me by Taylor Swift. (laughs) Call me. Um, Copyright. Copyright that. But bam, you heard it first here at After Buzz TV. <laughs> uh, and now we are going to address Harvey Milkbone. Aww. I didn't like that. At I did all not either. like what they did with that at all. I don't like when animals die. I don't no. like when people pretend that animals are dying. The first. Exactly. It's really kind of. That's well, how it's we a felt. sitcom. Yeah. It's just a heavy. It's a heavy. I just don't like the thought of it, sitcom. even if it's pretend. And they, we are all like, it's not real. It's not real. The dog's alive in real life. But <laughs> I. It's like that Futurama episode with the dog that waits for him for so long. It's just uh, so sad. Sure. Oh, I hate you guys. <laughs> I have that show. No idea. <laughs> Never seen it. I bet listeners will know what I'm talking but I'm about. But sure I bet they do. Well, yeah, I hope so. It's a popular show. I just don't know what you're talking about. But. Um, I, we were a little confused at first because the puppy is the same as the dog that they originally have. So it's like a smaller version of the dog they already have. So we're like, wait, are they flashing back to <laughs> yeah. when they got the <laughs> dog? Right. Or so confused. Then we got it. We finally put it together because we're really smart. And we figured it out. And um, the dog throws up and they're like, we have to, he, uh, Brian's like, we have to take it to the vet. I'm like, it, what? Threw up. And they have oh. another dog, like. That's just a common thing. Doesn't I feel that? Like. Yeah. yeah. Right. Why would that? That would not that, worry me. Yeah. That's the thing that cat throws up they have the another dog. That's so. <laughs> what worries them is that it throws up and it didn't eat it immediately. If they did say that, but they don't always do that. Actually, dogs and cats only do that when they're not getting enough nourishment from the food they eat. So, or that's a sign. So they eat See, the food. We are smart. The more you know. <laughs> We are smart. Um, no, but I thought that was a little weird. Again, it's extreme here with this episode and like always. But I mean, they're like, we have to take it to the vet. I'm like, and, and you would think, I kind of thought David would be like, he's a doctor. Like, it's okay. People and animals throw up. Right. Right? It, but anyway, whatever. So they rush it to the vet and they find out there's, oh, and the vet was uh, Carrie Kenny, who we all love. <laughs> take her back to the state for those of you who watched that on MTV. Um, but obviously she was very well known for uh, Reno 911. She's hysterical and funny and I love She's her. Really and she great. was a really straight, like, all right, the kind of a mean, cold vet. Yeah, about the cat that ate pennies. Yeah. She's like, She's I have like, more problems. This okay. was wrong with your dog. Decide if you want to give it surgery. And of course, David was like, okay, whatever you say, doctor, he's a doctor. It's just like, it ended up being gas. Thank God they didn't. I was confused. I thought the dog had the surgery. So I'm like, wait a second. Why did they give the dog surgery? Oh, my God. They shouldn't have done that because it was just gas. And then they cut the dog open. And then I was confused. But then they explained that they decided not to. And David was. The terms of endearment. And then somehow the dog was leaving the vet and got hit by a car. They let the dog out for a walk. And it got so. That's the point where you sue the vet. I'm sorry. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And they were like. So, I mean, 
they were upset. Obviously, that scene with Justin Bartha crying was heartbreaking. It was awful. Mm. I just didn't like that at all. I don't like seeing Justin Bartha upset. And I don't like the fact that it was over an animal dying. And (laughs) the first movie I ever cried out was Turner and Hooch because the dog died. I remember being. Thanks for spoiling it. I remember. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Turner and Hooch circa 1990, (laughs) I remember being at my cousin's house and just like watching the movie and not. You know, you're like young. You don't cry at movies like you do when you're older. You mm-hmm. don't have the emotional maturity. But the dog died, and I remember being like, "Oh my god, I'm crying." It was like horrible. The dog. Get, I don't like when people kill. A dog. I don't like when animals die. Anyway, it was very sad when Justin Bartha was like really. Uh, David was really being affected by this, and Brian was more a little more calm about it. I thought it'd be the other way around. Me too. Yeah. I, I have to admit, I know we've like laughed about this episode. This was not my favorite episode. This one was a little hard yeah. for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. It didn't really move the story for it. It wasn't as funny to me. Mm-hmm. I just, it, I don't know. There it, were I some real it. good funny moments that I enjoyed, mm-hmm. but then there were some things where I'm just like, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah. And the dog dying thing, I was like, what? I don't, there was, there's it's heavy it seemed like, for a yeah. It seemed like a filler Very episode heavy. being mm-hmm. like, we don't know what else to do, so this is what, okay, yeah. Yeah. And All they right, bought, we're going to adopt a dog. I know. And they got the dog to, like, prep for the baby because it kind of, you know, that wakes you up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. They're, like, thinking, okay, this is a good, like, buffer. We already have this other dog. But I don't like that they killed it, right? Yeah. Is the baby coming next week? So they just kind of needed something, like you were saying, to fill a in until... I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Because you know she had the Braxton Hicks contraction, so he's like, oh, the uterus is getting ready. And that- she was 29 weeks, and what are you at, at full? 36 or something? But don't you try to get to 30 34? 32? Something. Sorry. If you know and Tweet have had us. kids, because... Bang it! Call yeah. I don't know. We don't know. I, you know what? Always... Could, does anybody else... Can somebody else please agree with me on this? When someone is pregnant, and they're obviously pregnant, so you're allowed to be like, when are you due? Because you don't make that mistake. And you're like, well, how far along are you? And they're like, 16 and a half weeks. I'm like, <laughs> what is that? Four... I don't... Can you tell me the months? <laughs> I don't think in that those terms. No. I don't like that. Does that bother anybody else? It bothers it's, me. <laughs> it's like children, children's ages, too. Yeah. They're 26 months. Oh, right. like, like, they're right. a year and like two months. Yeah, so just say up. they're a year. Yeah. I don't like that. To me, It just bothers me. It's stupid. We have to go by the... I just think it's annoying. Sorry. She's 29 weeks, whatever the hell that means. You're cracking me up, though, so... <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I mean, I know I can figure it out, but why can't you just tell me how many months you are? I really usually the pregnant people I've talked to just tell me months. No, maybe it's because they know I have a, like irritated face. Yeah, <laughs> you're so like, like, don't ain't nobody got. Don't time give for her that. numbers, honey. <laughs> don't give her weeks. <laughs> don't give her numbers. She might flick me in the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I it bothers me when people do that. But anyway, I know the doctors go by weeks because each week things happen and whatever, yada yeah. yada yada. But to the real people who don't go to the freaking doctor's appointment with you every week, we don't care about how many weeks and a half you are. That's like being like, it's 479 days. Whatever. That's not how many days it would be. But you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Nobody cares, okay? Just give me the damn month. Um, But she's 29 weeks. And so I don't know how many more weeks that means until she has the baby. A couple. Okay? It's close. Whatever. It's coming close. And this did feel a little bit like a filler. But why? They have to take the animal down with it. Yeah. Yeah. It just it kind of bummed me out. Bummed me out. And then Justin Bartha, he's such a good actor. And that scene, and it wasn't like over. It was wasn't too much. It was just real. He just cried like you would when an animal dies. It was horrible. From Bing.com, it yes. says 38 weeks for a normal pregnancy. 38. 38. Damn, she got like 
a lot more time. We've got a few more weeks left in the mm-hmm. season. I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, good. We got more to come. Oh, and what some, I didn't. Oh, go ahead. So the one of the scenes that I really wanted to talk about was when Brian freaked out at the vet's office, yeah. like, "Get my dog medicine. Get yeah. it. Was amazing. I like this <laughs> that was around the entire like and the build up too, and like hitting, and then until <laughs> he finally like just lost it, and then I loved how David just stopped, stood behind him, like, oh. That's what he does. Yeah. Terms of endearment. <laughs> Just let him happen. Yeah. And then he said terms of endearment. He's like, oh, don't make me. I could do it. Yeah. <laughs> Go back and do it. It was like, oh, my. It was cute. It was, I mean, it, you had to lighten that up a little with something because I was kind of right. like, what is yeah. he doing? It's yeah. a little dramatic drama. Um, no, but it was funny. So the dog died and that was really sad. I don't understand the whole introducing the dog as a as a like precursor for the baby because they already have a dog. I know. So I'm like e- But this- it's a puppy, I guess. But I'm like the dog that you had was a puppy at one point, so you've already gone through that. Yeah. So it's not they're introducing it in a weird way. Yeah. Right. I mean they wanted a refresher course, I guess, but I get what you're saying though, Jackie. It was kinda like, yeah, you do yeah. and it was a little confusing, I thought. We were all confused. I don't know if you all were at home, but we were all confused, like, wait, is that there it's the same exact dog. But the dog was really cute, though. Well, let's so just adorable. hope they have better luck when they take the baby for a walk. Uh, that yeah. would be another type of show, I think. <laughs> that would be Grey's Anatomy. That would yeah. be like, totally. I don't even know what. That would be weird. That would that would be when the show would jump the shark. Something happens to the baby. That would be- Yes, yes, there it is. Um, so, yeah, I, I think we all kind of felt a little down. I mean, there were cute parts of the episode. The acting was really good, as always. There was really some really funny parts and, the you know, the sad parts. Um, and I thought it was also really nice to see uh, Andrew Rannells at the end do his, like, emotional scene within Confession. And that we haven't seen the priest in a while. And he always I like that the priest is very modern. He's not like. What you would expect a Catholic priest to be—he's yeah, like, throwing out terms that are very like current and relevant—and I like that he does that. <laughs> yeah. And he's like very aware of Brian and David's relationship, and they're about to have a baby, and he's very accepting of it. And I like that. And he gave some really um, some nice advice at the end. Like the he basically said that life without uh, Brian was questioning why would God take away this nine-month-old puppy? Why would He do that? And he basically said, you know, without pain joy just seems like no big deal um and 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 once you open yourself up to love somebody you're also opening up to pain and i like that it's I true it. mm-hmm. that yeah, was a great, great message it's mm-hmm. a great message because you know what it's like it, it's kind of like when people say you love really hard and you fight really hard it's like there has to be the juxtaposition there um that's just the way life is and Fortunately, Brian, you know, listed all the people in his life that he really loves. And God, what would happen if something happened to one of them? And again, the priest pointed out the silver lining. He was like, look, at least you have all those people in your life that you love. Mm-hmm. So it was a nice way to kind of wrap it up because we were feeling all a little like the dog died. That's really sad. And then they kept showing puppy pictures of him. And it was like in his little tongue. <laughs> he was so cute. He was He's really alive. Cute. He's really alive. In right. life. In real life. In real life. In real life. <laughs> so, I did appreciate it, like the priest and what he had to say, but th- those lines normally come from Shania, and that's yeah. what I missed in this episode. Oh, true. I think, though, this is what I found interesting, is that Ryan Murphy grew up Catholic, so he, he already mm. has this kind of, like, being a, a gay man, and has this kind of, like, contentious relationship with the Catholic Church. And I think that... Um, he puts these things in maybe as something that he wishes I was, he could get. That's what I was mm-hmm. thinking. 
because it seems like I'm like this is just like well look an amazing like an uh, amazing thing for a priest to say to somebody oh, yeah. to make them feel better and I think that's kind of the kind of thing he would want to hear and the kind of relationship he would want to have I think that Ryan Murphy does a lot that a lot in this show like if he had just had this or that in his life how much easier would it have been for him to be himself and for everyone out there who is dealing with something that they feel out of place about whether it's your sexuality or whatever it is that you, you could be Shania and feel out of place. You could be a little girl like her. You could be, you know, Goldie or Nana or uh, they all have their thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he puts that in the show to help people who feel like they just don't fit in for whatever reason, that if they could just see that the other people see it like them or that there's something like this in their life, that mm-hmm. it's not as bad as you think. Like we're all in a new world and a new, you know. In yeah, a new normal. new normal, everyone's accepting. So I think, yeah, I think that that it's nice to see that specifically through the priest because clearly, if he had had that in the Catholic Church, there it probably would have his life would have maybe been a little ended a little different or been mm-hmm. a little easier at times, right. you know? Yeah, because he's probably one of those people that looks has grown up looking at religion as a bad thing because it was probably beat into him in a probably a strange way. Yeah. He's probably looking at it like I wish I could have. The religion in my life, like they depict on the show. Yes, like you said, Jackie, accepting was, of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that honesty with the like you guys were saying, or you know, the priest seems to know I, him and his relationship with right. a baby. Yeah. I, that kind of acceptance. Yeah. I kind of wish the show had more of those moments like that because mm-hmm. it's sometimes it can be kind of campy and like tongue in cheek mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then those moments really ground the show, and I feel like sometimes they need a little bit more of that. And I think it resonates a little stronger when it comes from an authority figure or an adult instead of Shania. Shania. It's cute coming from Shania and you get it, but from the priest, you're like, oh, that's progressive and really cool. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, Anyway, so we're glad it ended that way because we were feeling a little down and now we feel a little bit better. And also to make us feel better, you can head over to iTunes and subscribe to us and you can go on YouTube and comment as well. We'd like to hear you. We We will accept nothing less than five stars. That's right. Mm. So Just so you know. (laughs) I'll give you a little wink, a little boom, 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 a little shimmy, shimmy shake. That's right. Thank you. Tell a friend, rate and comment. Keeps the lights on. We love it. Thank you so much. Um, Where you guys were talking about a comment from... um, uh, Jonathan. Oh, yeah. Give give Jonathan a shout out, please. Well, what is his Twitter handle? Is it TV? J... We'll figure it out, but thank you for your support. Thank you. You you know you gave us the heads up that this episode was great. You were looking forward to the after show, so we hope we didn't. We let you love down. to hear from you, is what we're saying. Yeah. So please, we hope we didn't let you down. Keep the convo going. <laughs> okay, well let's move into some news and gossip. Got a little after Buzz TV news. All right, some of you might it might be viral by now, but as of today, it was at like eight hundred thousand. The woman of L.A. That video. Yes. Did yeah. we all see Ryan Murphy's little cameo in that puppy? Yes. <laughs> Well, a he, job, right? he was, I was, wasn't gonna, he was, I was gonna say he's in a compromising position. And um, the song, you know, it's about like women in LA and how it's hard to get things from them. And so the singer <laughs> of the song is saying like, well, he would do this uh, to Ryan Murphy to get a position on, to get a part on Glee. And it was a cute little cameo. And also our host, Jen Golden, Jen the Jew, aka Jen the Jew, makes a little cameo in this video too. So Holla. Um, okay. Also, uh, you know, Jason Blair had uh, a bigger part in this episode. We haven't seen him in a while playing uh, Clay. And we 
Um, I've seen, you know, some. It's nice to know that a family that plays together stays together. Okay, hmm. because we've seen the cast of the new normal. They were out um, on Saturday, February 9th. They were at the uh, family council, family equality council event in LA, and um, they, the whole cast was there. So it's nice to know that they're like supporting causes that have to do with the show. And Jason brought his girlfriend, Rumor Willis. Um, they they seem pretty hot and heavy because we've also seen them out a couple months ago at uh, a P- a P flag event. I like to say it like that. That's Reality Bites. If anybody ever saw that movie again, I'm dating myself. Um, and they were they were at the event together too. Rumor and Jason. I just think they're kind of cute together. I don't know. And then so I followed him on Instagram. And if you guys want to follow, because I'm a total grammar, Jason underscore Blair. You can see lots of cute pictures of him and uh, and Rumor. Well, of his, I mean, okay. No, but I'm just saying they're cute, like, together. Right. And then, you know, and then you can follow. And there's some cute, really cute pictures of, of Jason on there. And apparently there's some a couple of him that Ryan Murphy took. And, like, he's in underwear for it was something for the show, I think, probably for the first episode. Like so, Whitey Tidies, I think. Uh, and yeah, but I couldn't find it for some reason on his page. But anyway, so follow him on uh, Instagram if you want. And also Georgia King. And he have a couple pictures on there, too, so you can follow Georgia May King on Instagram as well. Also, Nene Leakes was on The View this past week. She was on. Oh, yeah. On Friday and then oh. a Monday, and she was on The Price is Right this morning. Oh, as yeah, a yeah, yeah, guest. I saw that. You know, I keep up with my Nene, so I, know. I get your fill. We're all over the, <laughs> they're all over the place at New Normal, and we like it. All right, well, let's move into predictions, shall we? And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. All right, well, I'm going to start because I feel like Clay is back in the game. And I think that he, Goldie, is really kind of just letting him in a little too easily. And I think that Brian and David might end up having a talk with her about it. Like, hold on, hold, put the brakes on. And if Nana comes back in, I think she might have a problem with it, too. But somebody's going to be like, look, this guy needs to work a little. I mean, he did say, look, I'm going to I really want to, like, earn it, earn your trust back or whatever. And I'm going to show you. So we'll see if that's true. But I don't know that everyone else in her life will let it happen so easily. That's my prediction. It might be a little problem. Mm. I don't really have a prediction. I just want the teacher to come back. <laughs> she has a request. Okay, that's, that's a request. A request. <laughs> that, should, that should be Nene Leakes's or Rocky's love interest. <gasps> yes. Oh my. She needs a straight man goodness. this time. She does. Well, need a straight man. I <laughs> question his straightness, the teachers, but yeah. Oh well. I mean, the hips do not lie. <laughs> right. They will tell you one you guys, way or the other. Predictions. You have a prediction? Just that Nene Leakes will date the teacher. Mm. Nice. Um, I predict the same thing. I think uh, Goldie and Clay are going to get close. Mm -hmm. And then after she has the baby, that's going to cause conflict between Brian and David. Good call. Because she and Clay may decide to move on with their lives. Well, we're going to see if any of these happen. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening and watching. And we will see you next week. I am Lauren Leonelli. And you can find me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and my website. At one two three Jackie underscore B. You can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Dupree and on Instagram at Jake Dupree. Oh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TJ Path to Passion. That's right. See you next week. Bye. 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 From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. 
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.